0: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the podcast nobody's going to listen to. Uh, I'm Terry, and I'd just like to ask Kelly how you feeling today there, Kel?
1: I'm feeling okay. Feeling great, but not great because I was on Facebook and seeing everybody's pictures of their spring break trips in Florida, more Florida, South Carolina, and we're here in Western New York, which I love, but we're here and not on spring break this year because of COVID or work or whatever. So I'm feeling a little like, not jealous, but a little sad because I'm not on spring break. So made me think about all the spring breaks we have been on. And
0: yeah, my Facebook memories just keep coming up of us going to Myrtle Beach to watch the kids play baseball. Yep.
1: This time of year. Yep. Yep. Well, I think we've always been on spring break when it was spring break. This is one of the few years we haven't gone anywhere. Not that we go a lot of places, but this was one of the few years we hadn't gone. And we were talking about. Um,
0: yeah. So what What were your spring breaks like as a kid?
1: Uh, we always traveled. So I always had a two week break and we always went. We always went to Florida. Yeah. Where'd you go? Florida. Florida. Florida every year my dad was a Florida fanatic he would start counting down in January until we went to Florida he would work three jobs so that we could go to Florida and have uh, a grand time and so I think probably for I want to say over 10 years we went to Florida how about you did you on spring break
0: yep Uh, we we always went to Myrtle Beach Uh, I think when I was so (laughs) this started when I was really little um, I think about 1972. So, so you would have been? Yeah. High. How old? Oh. <laughs> Do I have to reveal that? Uh, probably about four. Um, And so my dad was a, a high school teacher and him and his high school teaching friends, we, they would all pack up the campers and we would go camping. So the first trip we took was to Florida and mm-hmm. that was the the last one to Florida. Florida? I think it was just too, too far of a drive. And they settled on Myrtle Beach. And then like through most of the seventies, we went to Myrtle Beach every spring break for, for uh, camping. Camping. And you camped. Yes.
1: For how long did you camp? Camped for a week. A week. For a week. Okay. The Easter week. The Easter week. Okay. So it was probably different times of year too, when you went. So it was like, yeah. Like, was it warm? Was it, what was yeah, it like? So it
0: depended on the year of when, when Easter fell. And and of course, since we weren't in Florida, you're in Myrtle beach, you're a little bit more subject to the weather. So there were yeah. times weeks we would go and it was pretty cold for camping.
1: <laughs> like winter Joe, uh, winter jackets.
0: Uh, yeah, while you were sleeping, maybe, uh, <laughs> Yeah. And there was sometimes you were at the beach and you'd have a windy day and it felt like a sand blaster on your skin. Oh. But then there were other weeks we would go and it would just be fantastic. I mean, nice warm weather and the, the ocean was awesome. And yeah.
1: And lots of just sun and fun and sand. And yeah. Did you have friends when you went?
0: Uh, just, you know, we went to we went to a place o- almost every year. There's a couple exceptions. We would go to Sherwood Forest family campground. So family campground. I mean, everybody was there with their kids. Right. And and (laughs) I know this this should be a common story for a lot of people in Western New York, because I remember going to Easter Mass down in Myrtle Beach. And I mean, it was standing room only. It was probably one of the only times that church was packed. Like, right, all year long. It was Easter. And, yeah. And the, the, the priest asked, you know, how many people here are from the Northeast? And like the entire church raised their hand. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, well, how many people are from New York? And still like almost the entire church raised their hand, maybe a few less. And then he goes, okay, how many people are from Western New York? And still like... <laughs> <laughs> Almost everybody in the church raised their hands. So, I mean, it, it was a big thing for people in the Buffalo. Yeah, it was probably a good,
1: good, like halfway point of like, you know, yeah, to get I bet there you if long asked, enough to travel. If he
0: asked how many of those people were teachers. Yeah, probably. It probably mm-hmm. would have. Yeah, so more, a
1: lot heart. of hands. Yeah, yeah, probably. It was a, it was a good time of yeah. year to go because everyone has off.
0: So a lot of kids in the campground. Yeah. Okay. A lot of uh, tag and hide, hide and go seek. And, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Did the
1: Easter bunny come?
0: Absolutely. Okay. Uh, the Easter Bunny, um, <laughs> the Easter Bunny uh, hid all the candy and everything in pots and pans because for some reason in Myrtle Beach they didn't have no, baskets. No
1: baskets. No. Okay. <laughs> so the Easter Bunny h- hid it in the pots and pans.
0: So, what? What? We should back up. We should back up and talk about. So. Getting ready to go on a trip to Myrtle Beach, all the anticipation and everything. But then it was the road trip. Yeah. So what were your road trips like?
1: Well, for the first few years, um, we drove. So like the, I want to say the early years we would take my grandparents And at that point, we only had, there were only three kids in our family at that time. So it was my, my grandfather sat in the front with my dad and then in the back seat, which was a bench seat, sat my mom, my grandma, my brother, my sister, and me. And that was really tough to sleep um, in, in that back seat all the way to Florida. So those were the first couple of years. And then after after, I mean, some of those road trips were just the things that I remember are just so funny that like, that it, it, it's just comical. Like one, one year, my mom, um, left her purse in the restaurant that we had dinner in and that was in the Carolinas and she didn't realize till like middle Georgia that she had left it there. So we had to stop on the way back to retrieve her purse because we were so far away from it. They couldn't just turn around and get her purse. So I remember that year was, was pretty, (laughs) it was an exciting year. Another year um, we came out to the car and it was so warm that we had a bag of crayons. Everybody has a bag of all their assorted crayons while all all of ours melted together to make one giant crayon. And so that was um, another year that would that one I thought was like I just remember seeing that bag of crayons and just being like just distraught because they weren't crayons anymore. They were like a blob of what once was crayons. So, I mean, there's, there's so many stories of just driving, like the first coffees that I noticed, like, you know how, when you go to Tim Hortons or Starbucks, you get the coffees and has a lid and it's, you know, it's, it's a travel coffee. Well, when my parents were doing it, I, it had to be mid seventies. They got like coffee cups that had, they were plastic and it had a handle and then there was like some sort of paper cup that went inside this coffee cup. And so there was no lid on top. So the, it was always the uh, like the art of balance so that you didn't spill it and you could add your creamer. And one person had to hold the coffees while the other person drove. So there were no cup holders in the car. So it was always that was always like what we have now is really convenient compared to what um, traveling in the 70s was like.
0: I was always really excited to like, you know, the anticipation of going yeah and then it's like a surprise. We would leave in the middle of the night so that we could, you know, whatever it took like 16, 17 hours to get there. So we would still arrive during daylight hours the next day. But I always remember being like just so wired and I kind of ended up being the person in charge of helping my dad stay awake all night. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have?
1: I did. (laughs) My dad. Uh, told me that I was in charge of making sure he didn't fall asleep. So at the whopping age of 14, I felt very in charge and I had to make sure my dad didn't fall asleep. Well, I don't know where we were, but he started like his head started going to like the back of his neck and then to the side. And it looked, I was sitting in the back seat, and it looked as if he was dozing off and I started screaming and he started laughing and he's like, I'm just doing neck exercises. I'm not falling. I'm like, dad, you're falling asleep, dad. And, and, uh, he said, no, relax. I'm just doing neck stretches. (laughs) And then the triptych, I did not like to be in charge of the triptych.
0: Oh, yeah. It was
1: not like Google Maps, which is really nice. The AAA
0: triptych was very deceiving. You thought you should get through Pennsylvania a lot faster than you did.
1: You never felt like you could leave Pennsylvania. It was like once you got in Pennsylvania, you were never leaving. And like, as a kid, you have no concept of how many hours it's going to take you to get through Pennsylvania. If you see it now on Google maps, it'll say like five hours in Pennsylvania. Then you feel a little better. But on a trip tick, it just looked like you had to go an inch and then you were going to be out of Pennsylvania and it, the inch took hours.
0: <laughs> that didn't matter to my sister, Debbie. No. Yeah. Cause we, so we had a, a suburban. Um, and there was six of us and there was two bench seats. So three people in the front, three people in the back. So my mom and dad obviously were in the front seat and then the, the you know, it was uh, a special lottery lottery to get yourself <laughs> into the front seat. Next I'm sure to it was mom.
1: really fair. I'm sure you guys drew names. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. My mom was always really fair about it, but man, it was like, if you could get that front seat, you were, you know, uh, yeah. next to the window, mm-hmm. you controlled mm-hmm. the airflow in the car. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, three people in the back seat, except for my sister, Debbie, we, we would pile all the sleeping bags and pillows and luggage and stuff in the, in the back of the suburban In the way back In the way back. And of course no seatbelts at that time. And she would go hop on top of all the luggage and she would sleep for like the entire 17 <laughs> hours all, all the way there.
1: So she wasn't so, cramped at all. Yeah. She just was laying stretched out so on I, the luggage. Yeah. I
0: used to love it when I got in the front seat with my mom and then we would be traveling through like Pennsylvania and West Virginia and the mountains. And you'd see like at night or at dusk, you see the silhouette of the mountains. And my mom would always say that the giants were laying down.
1: Oh, that's so cute.
0: <laughs> freaked me out. Cause I was You're thinking, like,
1: don't wake up yeah, giants. Don't f- wake up. giants! I'm four
0: years old going. There's giants laying down in West Virginia.
1: Don't wake up. Don't wake up. Let us just get through.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> The other thing I remember about the Long Trips was, um, I believe it was 1975, my brother had the um, eight track of the Grammy winners of that year, mm. which is good songs because they were Grammy winners, but we listened to that eight track. You only ten. had
1: one eight track?
0: Uh, well, the, yeah, my dad has an eight track, but I mean, it was <laughs> it was one of those things everybody was voting to hear the Grammy winners, but all the way down and i still don't un- understand why an eight track switches right in the middle of a song you're like you know you're keeping up with the beat and then you know
1: Next the, song the
0: beat drops right in the middle of the song <laughs> and then you hear the chick, chick, and then it picks right back up
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny after several years we started flying I felt like a Kardashian on, on the airline. I couldn't wait. Was I going to get pretzels? Was I going to get peanuts? What was I drinking that day? Diet Coke, or was I going to get a seltzer water? So, so my sister and I were, we felt so fancy, you know, we had our Walkmans and, and we were just, you know, like the cat's meow with, or the cat's pajamas. That's it. And we just thought we were rich because we flew, we took two full suitcases full of, I don't know. I, I guess I needed all of those clothes and we took two full suitcases um, and because the, the, the airlines didn't charge you for um, bags. So now we you and I travel with backpacks. And now at that point, my sister and I were taking two full suitcases. So travel like it was you felt like when you got to fly, you felt like you were rich because you were there like in in like a blink of an eye because there were direct flights then so there wasn't a like layover we went from Buffalo right to Florida
0: all right I want to hear about your trips like while you get not just the trip down I want to hear about your trips but we will pick pick this up on the next podcast because because guess what? We're sitting at home all week long, not going on spring break. So we'll have to have a couple podcasts this week. Where we'll talk a little bit more about our past spring breaks.
1: Sounds good. See ya.
0: Thanks for listening.